further analysis on those market moves, I'm joined by Jacques Pretorius from Sinai Securities. Jacques, good afternoon. Always a pleasure catching up with you. Good afternoon. Thank uh, you for having me. All right, Jacques. Green screens today out of Europe and South Africa. Let's just talk about, um, you know, this midday trade and why it's so upbeat. Yeah, I think the the upbeat comes from the uh, the east uh, being a slightly stronger this this morning. Um, I think a lot of the very hawkish news is now in the market from the US, and perhaps we'll see a bit of uh, recovery in that market as well. So definitely today a bit of a risk on day, and the risky assets doing a bit better. Now, Jacques, it's a very busy day on the company news front. Perhaps we could start with. Harmony. Now, they've reported a 36% increase in their half-year net profit, but they've also said that, you know, they're, they're thinking of shopping around. Um, can we expect some deal-making to come out of Harmony, possibly um, some geographical diversification? Um, my thoughts would be probably not in the next three to six months. Okay. Obviously, they've made the acquisition of uh, Eva Copper Mine in uh, northern Queensland, Australia. They are going to need some capital expenditure for that transaction. And I think that's the reason why we're not seeing a dividend right now. So from there, you know, the slight disappointment in the market uh, on the day, you can see the price down. Um, and I think it stems from that because the results weren't too bad. Results definitely slightly ahead of expectations, I would say. But obviously, there's some, some question around the, the cash flow in the next six months and the, the funding of their the projects in Australia. And let's talk about Australia. You know, there's such mixed um, uh, results from South African companies that are uh, working in Australia. Let's talk about Harmony's experience there. Um, do they seem to be faring better than the likes of Marion Roberts, for instance? Yes, I think um, obviously Marion Roberts is going through a very difficult patch, uh, getting involved with new businesses that have probably not been involved uh, over the long term. So it's a slightly different setup. Mm. I think. Uh, in the case of Harmony, they are very um, <clears throat> well versed in the mining side of it and to move on to the copper side, um, I think they are well placed to, to, to be involved with that mining activity. All right, let's move over now, speak to Woolworths. That's another company seeing lots of joy in Australia, um, but also locally. They've also, I mean, mentioned, um, you know, the very challenging macroeconomic environment, high inflation, high interest rates, also load shedding. Is there anything, you know, um, special that you've noticed out of these numbers, Jacques, coming out of Woolworths? Yes, you know, the interesting thing about it is I think South Africa was probably in line neutral perhaps slightly weaker than expected while the australian operations were the operations that did particularly well uh, both in the case of country road and davy jones obviously they've sold davy jones now and that deal should be completed by the end of march so we'll obviously see, see some dilution in the figures in the second half with those figures not uh, in 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 the in the figures um so yes you know i think uh, Woolies have done particularly well in the last six months in September. The share price gained about 50%. Uh, perhaps, you know, I would say taking a bit of a more conservative stance going forward in the second half, they're probably fully priced, need to consolidate at current levels before they can gain again. All right, and maybe moving on to cash build, we'll be speaking to the CEO of Werner Deacha in a bit. Uh, but this is a company, uh, Jacques, that really is battling post that COVID-19 renovations and DIY boom. Uh, but maybe if we strip out that boom, um, you know, is it really uh, too bad of a performance? 
Um, yes, obviously they've come off a very high base right from where they were uh, after COVID. Um, I think what we're seeing is we've, we've already seen a 4.5% increase in, the, um, in the, the prices they could ask from an inflation point of view, but it, definitely there's a squeeze on the, the, their cost base. So the cost base has gone up by 9%. From there, the squeeze on margins and the downfall in the headline EPS figures. Um, they're also reeling a bit, I would say, from uh, the looting that we've seen. One of the, they mentioned one of their stores have been closed down, though they had to replace that, so there's a cost involved or something like that. They've opened three new stores, uh, but the real cost really coming from uh, the, some of the existing stores and mainly 12 of those stores that needed to be refurbished. So a bit of cost pressure, margin pressure at the, at the moment, and uh, share price moving sideways for the last six months. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's hope they don't break the 180 level because that might be seen as a as a, as a point where the, the, the share price could go much lower. But yes, they are in a difficult space. And then MTN. Now, this is a company um, that's come out to briefly tell us that they're going to expect their earnings to be about 35 to 45% higher. Um, this company's also seen some challenges, Jacques, but it seems that it's doing pretty okay. Another interesting aspect of it is one of its subsidiaries, that's IHS Holdings, um, possibly gunning for a telecom business. And, you know, that's a new dynamic to that MTN telecom relationship. Yes, um, interesting that uh, they're obviously talking 35 to 45% increase in their earnings. Um, I thought that it'd be slightly light. I think the market might have been looking for slightly more than that. But obviously they did comment that it's uh, due to some uh, non-operational once-off and once-off items, perhaps the impairment charge that we'll see in the figures. So the market's not being too negative on them. Um, I think uh, from a positive st standpoint, you know, they have also been They've had a nice run up in their share price, consolidated now. And I think the 145 level is a very crucial level. I think if it breaks the 145 level, we can see it up to 160 very, very quickly because there's not a lot of resistance up there. Um, but yes, certainly the company is turning around, looking a lot better. Um, we'll see what happens going forward with the, the tower business. All right. And Jacques, before we go, your stock pick Cecil today. Why are you going with this one? Yes, well, Sassel actually came out with the results, I think pretty much in line with expectations the last week. Uh, they have come down quite a bit right from the levels of the high levels where they were a year ago. Um, they've come down to the, the to 270 odd level. Um, I think the, the worst of the bad news is now in the price. It's also a sort of a bit of a support level. And I can see the price move up back to up to 300 and 320 odd, I would say. Now at a four and a half times multiple on the market, it looks very cheaply priced. Um, I can't see the oil price uh, falling uh, much. So I think it's going to hold these levels. They've had some uh, forward contracts uh, on their oil price that's been worked out of the, the equation now. So I'm looking forward to a better second half in their earnings. Well, Jacques, so, yeah, from there, I, I like the stock. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure being joined by you and hearing um, your insights there. That was tonight's security, Jacques Pretorius.